Are you really nonviolent if you're intellectually beating people up? I recently spoke with a small group via Zoom about the award-winning film After Selma when a concept came to mind that I ended up sharing with them. After Selma is about voter suppression, so much more. The realization that not everyone has equal access to the ballot is shocking to many whites because where they live, voting is easy. Getting a voter ID is not a problem. I shared with them how that's a glimpse of privilege and that it's healthy to realize that others don't share the same lived experience. That's not to invalidate your own, but to show that others don't necessarily share what you quite possibly take for granted. Hopefully, this fosters some empathy and understanding. I was relating some of these concepts when an individual asked, how do we talk with others about racism when the very word caused them to retreat? I related the story about the conversation I had with an individual about whether the Confederate flag was racist and how by simply asking sincere questions, he was led to his own realization that it is. I didn't bombard him with stats or go on the offensive. I had an actual conversation with him without the goal of winning. And that's when I said, during the civil rights movement, the idea was nonviolence, physical nonviolence. If a person attacked you, you didn't fight back. The moral high ground won the war. Sure, you might have taken a beating and lost a battle, but your goal is to win the war. Today, when we speak with people, we need to practice intellectual nonviolence. Be a voice of reason. When we talk to people, it can't be to win, it's to convert. This probably won't happen over one conversation. But if you shut the person down, they won't come back. You won't be a resource for answers. This is not to say that it's easy. In this environment, it's not. No more than being nonviolent during the civil rights movement was some sort of walk in the park. But the need for a calming voice in the storm of words is greater now than ever before. Meet the people where they are at, and then bring them along. Remember their experiences are real to them. When I was a kid, I thought what happened at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark was real. Not that I thought that what was happening in the movie was real, that people were actually dying and the guy's head exploded, but that what I was being told in the film is what would happen if you opened the ark and didn't shut your eyes and look away. Absent any other reference, what else would I know? Why would adults think anything different about racism when their own reference is what they have been taught by society, their families, media, etc.? Assume the best of intentions when someone asks you a question and don't go to your intellectual guns to prove how smart you are. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Do you care enough to end racism, to want to change the hearts and minds of the individuals first? The best approach is to lead with love and intellectual nonviolence. This has been Locked In With Loki.